It was reported on Friday from Politico's Kyle Cheney that prosecutors in Georgia are preparing to offer plea deals to both Sidney Powell and former Trump lawyer Kenneth Chesbro. Now, it's unclear, like that's all the information we have to go on is that you had uh, Fulton County Prosecutor Nathan Wade confirm that they are going to offer these individuals plea deals before their trials begin on October 23rd. So that's all we know. So what does that mean? What can we extrapolate from such a tiny amount of data? Well, we can come up with a bunch of different possibilities. We don't know which one will be correct, but here they are. The first possibility of course, is that the prosecutors are wanting to make plea deals with these two higher profile individuals, because let's face it, out of all the 19 uh, co-defendants here, you've got the upper tier, which is Donald Trump. You've got the second tier, which of course would be people like John Eastman, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and Kenneth Chesbro. And then you've kind of got everybody else under that, you know, the, the underlings, the little people, um, they don't have much of value. Those people right under Trump though, Sidney Powell and Chesbro, they have a lot to offer in a plea deal. So the first possibility of course, is that prosecutors are wanting these two individuals to cooperate, to either give information on the people along the same tier as them, Eastman and Giuliani, or information against Donald Trump. You do that, plead guilty, we'll give you a lesser sentence. Second possibility is that there is no cooperation and prosecutors could just be like, Hey, listen, we got a lot of you freaks. <laughs> you know, we don't want to have to be doing trial after trial, after trial, after trial, after trial, after trial. So y'all just want to plead guilty. Like we'll knock your charges down a little bit. We'll reduce your sentences. But if y'all just say you did it, like we can just be done. So that's possibility number two. No, no cooperation, just, ah, it's crazy. <laughs> so let's just do this. The third possibility is that there is no cooperation, but they, the prosecutors don't want to take these two cases to trial so early because it could reveal evidence and strategies that they want to use on the bigger pot you know, because right now the other 17 co-defendants are supposed to basically be going together. If not, they're going to be going in large batches together. So if we've got to, you know, shoot our shot, so to speak on these two people in the first trial, these other folks now are going to have months and months and months and months to prepare for that, to counter it. We don't want to give up the game going after these two. So why don't y'all just plead guilty? We'll knock your uh, sentences down and we don't have to reveal our big grand strategy on a couple of weirdos. So those realistically are about the only three possibilities that we are looking at here. Um, obviously what we hope is happening is that prosecutors believe these two individuals have information that they have not been willing to share against Donald Trump or perhaps even Giuliani. Um, so, cause of course that would mean if they accept the plea deal, like, all right, listen, we'll squeal because that's what we want in this case. We want the squealers. We want the people who are going to throw the higher ups under the bus so that we can secure convictions against those folks. 
Um, but that may not be what this is. Again, we're literally working with one sentence of data, but there's your three possibilities from that one sentence. We have to wait and see which one is accurate. Folks, Donald Trump is very sad. Not just sad about, you know, losing his business licenses in New York. He's not just sad about all the other legal problems. He's, he's sad because Fox News has been hurting his little feelings recently. I mean, as I talked over the weekend, you know, Donald Trump was sad that Fox News is actually being nice to other Republican candidates, but he's also super sad that during the recent Republican debate last Wednesday evening, Fox News actually ran negative ads from the Biden campaign against Donald Trump. How dare they? Like that, that's mean. Don't you know that Fox News? Here's what Trump put on Truth Social. The second Republican primary debate on Fox News had the lowest viewership since 2016. Their overall ratings are down 30%. Fox needs MAGA. They just don't know it yet. Stop with the bad debates and negative ads. No more. Get your act together before it's too late. DJT. I, I, I really, I like the part where you signed your own post on social media. I mean, it was, it was coming from your account, but you signed it anyway, just so everybody knew, like, just so there's no question it's from DJT. Um, no more negative ads. No more. He says because they hurt his feelings because president Biden's campaign did a very smart thing. They knew that you were going to have millions of people watching this debate on Fox news. They know they got lots of money. So like, you know what? Let's put an ad out. I think they actually did two ads and they did one in Spanish because of course the uh, debate was also broadcast on Univision. So they did, they did a smart thing, right? Like we know we've got a captive audience. We know these are people who are maybe on the fence about who they're going to vote for. Let's see if we can get any of them into our camp. And Fox news, of course, even though they are the like highly partisan, they were like, Hey, money's money, right? <laughs> we don't agree with you. We don't even like you. We're going to continue to push for your impeachment. But if you want to give us money to run an ad, hell yeah, we'll take your money. We'll run that ad. And that's what makes Donald Trump mad. He, he thinks that if you're a conservative outlet, then by God, you shouldn't be taking money from those gosh darn woke liberals in Washington, DC. But Fox news is a business. Fox news actually has fiduciary duty to do what's best for their shareholders. And what's best for their shareholders is to make sure that the network makes as much money as possible, not push a political agenda that gets as many Republicans elected as possible, but make as much money for the shareholders of the network as possible. That is literally legally called fiduciary duty. And that's what they have to do. So Donald, you can beg and whine and cry all you want. They're not going to stop. And yeah, the ratings for the second debate were well below what they were for the first debate. Uh, I, I think more than 3 million viewers tuned in, uh, more than 3 million more tuned into the first debate than the second debate. Uh, but it's still got millions of viewers may not have been obviously the highest debate in the history of politics, 
but it pulled in a hell of a lot of ad dollars for Fox news. So no, they're not going to stop doing it. They're not going to stop running Biden's ads. They don't care that you got your feelings hurt because again, he's not just calling by the way, for, for them to stop running the Biden ads. He's calling for all the debates. Like don't run any more of these debates. Why? Uh, because a lot of the people up on that stage, even ones who hadn't done it in the previous debate, decided to take some shots at him to call him out for his horrific record. So the debate hurt his feelings. The commercial breaks were hurting his feelings. I mean, my God, Donald Trump was just sad throughout the whole thing, start to finish. And Fox News won't do a thing about it because even if they love Republicans, the one thing they love more is money. According to new reports, Donald Trump's Save America Political Action Committee, the Save America PAC, um, that's the one he's been using, you know, pretty much all year to pay his legal fees. It's the one where after the 2020 election, he sent out all the emails and all the posts on social media begging people to dump money into Save America so that he could overturn the election results. And then he didn't use any of that to try to overturn the election results but he raised more than $250 million. That's a lot. Well, they'd love to have that 250 million back at this point because the political action committee by PAC standards is running out of money. And the reason they're running out of money is very simple. They have paid tens of millions of dollars in legal fees this year alone for Donald Trump and as many as at least 13 other co-defendants and even some potential witnesses. But the money, according to these reports, is running out. It's so bad. This is the best part of it. Like, okay, Save America PAC, because it's a leadership PAC, cannot spend their money to promote Donald Trump for president. So Trump had to set up a separate PAC about a year or so ago, the MAGA Incorporated pack. That one is a political committee and therefore it does support Donald Trump's presidential run. But what you're allowed to do, because there's really no rules whatsoever, really in uh, the political action committee world, Trump gave 60 million from save America over to the MAGA Inc. And recently because uh, save America is running out of money, they had to be like, Hey, uh, MAGA Inc. We're actually going to put in a refund request. We, we, we need like millions and millions of that 60 million back because, you know, he's kind of bleeding us dry with his legal fees. So, uh, it's 12 million. They asked for back. They gave him 60 and they're like, Hey, um, <clears throat> you spot me 12 back because, uh, this guy keeps getting in trouble and we keep having to pay lawyers and law firms. But here's the fun part. If this political action committee, Save America, continues to run low on funds, Donald Trump is going to have to make a decision. As I said, you've got at least 13 identifiable law firms that are not representing Trump, but are representing other people involved with Trump that are getting payments from this super PAC. If Trump wants to not have to dip into his own money to pay his legal fees, he's eventually going to have to cut off these other people. At which point many of these people cannot afford the high priced MAGA lawyers that they have right now that are being paid for by somebody else. 
So if that becomes the case, not only does Trump have to tell them like, Hey, sorry, but I'm cutting you off. They're likely to lose their current counsel because they can't afford those bills and they're going to have to go with somebody cheaper. That's going to hurt them tremendously when they have to go to trial. I mean, if you have your lawyer that's been working on your case for six months or 12 months, and then suddenly a month before your trial, you have to let them go and bring in somebody else who knows nothing about it and is working from square one, that typically does not bode well for that client. So those people could be in even more legal jeopardy and of course, financial dire straits, which if they get put into those financial dire straits, gives them even more reason to want to cooperate with uh, prosecutors and possibly flip on Donald Trump. So there's one option cut these people off and you run the risk of them flipping on you. Option two, of course, is let the super PAC keep paying for those people, but then you got to dip into your own money to pay for your own legal counsel. And suddenly you're spending millions of dollars a month on all of these cases, on all of these lawyers, because legal experts are estimating, by the way, that overall, all of these four criminal prosecutions Trump is facing, it could cost him more than $50 million just in legal fees. That doesn't include any possible settlements like the one in New York or anything like that. Just 50 million in legal fees. And he has another problem with it too. If he continues to use the super PAC to pay his own legal fees. And of course, as long as people are aware of it, you have a poll that shows that 40% of Republicans think it's inappropriate for him to use donor money to pay his legal fees. So it becomes a political issue for him. It becomes a legal liability if he has to cut off the rest of the people, or it becomes a giant financial drain if he has to come out of his own pocket. Let me put that another way. No matter what the outcome is from this point forward, because the PAC's running out of money, Trump is going to be forced into a position where there's no way for him to come out on top. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.